Fireside Podcast. What a podcast we have for you. The Warriors and Rovers are in their beds, although they are certainly not asleep, not after what happened today. The sun has gone down over the bunks, and it's time for you to find out what happened today. Each morning, before the boys sleepily shuffle off two morning flags, blue sheets are put on each wooden breakfast table. They are the color of a main summer sky. And each boy and each counselor looks over those blue sheets to see what will happen today. This is your blue sheet report about what did happen today. And just in case you're wondering, it was another hot one. That's right. Probably 86 degrees and muggy. Did we care? A little bit, but we got really, really into it. And we had lots and lots of Gatorade. I drank, I drank the Gator out of some Gatorade. I'll tell you what today. So did everybody else. So today's Blue Sheet Report, that is until everything went completely ballistic, for Friday, August 5th, it was a B and an E day, on duty today were the Spartans, head on duty this evening is Adam, flags today, Brian, and the octagon belonged to Davion, see what I did there? Cabadome cleanup today was soccer, evening activity was all camp, capture the flag, or was it? On deck. Rovers and Warriors maybe were supposed to have a group night. Council and Sachem were supposed to have a waterfront night. Laundry today, non-bunk staff. Laundry tomorrow, Machaya, Sako, Sebastocook, and Sachem. Happy birthday today to Russ Reeder and Enrique Sanchez. Two very, very alive young men. Very full of life, very full of answers to the questions they got asked by our birthday specialist, Owen Friedman. Uh, also, you should just check out the pictures because they both look deliriously happy. The brother-sister lunch happened today as well at 12.15. Is there anything that didn't happen today? I'm not sure that there was. 12.15 at the dining hall, got to see all the Cobbacy sisters and cousins. Even my niece came. It was great. And we got to hang out and eat food under the trees of the Garden Grove. Cobba choices today for Rovers, 7v7 with Ari and Alvi. Basketball with Birch at the Cabo Dome. 5x5 lacrosse tournament with Steve. Also Shmoo, Alex, and Loki. And then archery with Canman with Minjay and Leo. Warriors. Cabo choices. Soccer with Chris. Along with Sam B, Pesci, Waldo, Zach, and Fernando. Kickball with Big Nick. That Joey with Deshaun, Cole, and Heiko. And handball with Nasher with Palumbo, Mika, and Robbie Rockets. That's his real name. It's on his birth certificate. Gaga with Emmett and Santi helping his Cody and then Council and Sachem. Baseball with Sal at Bluey with Tony, Hazi, and Giancarlo. And then basketball with Guillermo at Griff's Court. Logan, Mikey, and Santi. Open tennis with everybody. And then urban golf with Joe Rip. Jalen and D Rudd all together. D Rudd and Joe Rip playing golf. 
Sounds like an Adam Sandler movie. Spikeball tournament with Zay, with JP and Tyler helping out. And that was the Blue Sheet Report for today. Totally a normal day, right? Maybe you'll find out after the break. and busy thing to run Camp Cobbacy and each day I'm making out of the office and into the breeze and sunlight of Camp Cobbacy itself and spend time with your boys. Sometimes it's a game of knockout, sometimes it's watching an intercamp, and sometimes it's just marvelous one-on-one time with a single boy and those are often my favorite times. This is what I saw today. Now then, there is a complex relationship between the oldest boys, who we call the Sachem, and the camp directors, assistant directors and directors. And that's because the Sachem, well, you know, they're leaving, so they don't have a lot to lose. So they tend to be a little bit more mischievous, but they're also great boys who we have a lot of relationship with. So it's also quite easy to sort of, uh, you know, convince them that super terrible shenanigans are not on the table, but fun and cheeky ones might be. So there's a lot of like back and forth between the directors and the sachem. The sachem of this session are exactly that. They are funny and beloved and a little cheeky. And they have, this group in particular has gone way back with us. I mean, I was asking them last, two nights ago, last night, two nights ago, uh, to just like raise your hand if you were here in 2014. Raise your, and then I said, raise your hand if you were in 2015. And so many of them raised their hands. They've been here for so long. They've been here in all of the magic of the last seven years, eight years. And that's really cool. I mean, I, I really can't say enough about what it's like to be a camp director and watch boys grow up in this way. And they figure prominently into this because there's lots of back and forth. Like, did the Sachem actually raid the kitchen a few days ago? Yes. Did they, more like a week ago? They did. Did they take a whole lot of stuff? Yep. Maybe more than any Sachem ever has before. Did they get consequences they they totally did but they also set the framework for all of the amazing stuff that happened today that that kitchen raid that outrageous raid well that began our narrative arc just in case you don't know what a break is a break refers to the surprise moment when the camp director and the the directors and just a, and a small team of of ninjas and co-conspirators create a huge distraction that makes everybody believe something else is happening and then suddenly three cannons go off kaboom 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 and we will rocky place and everybody loses their minds and they run to the Dome and they see which teams they're on and so on and then we're off we have done outrageous things for the break i've jumped out of planes i've jumped out of gardens i have summoned helicopters lewis uh and i had a big fight blah blah, blah. And so, the break is like, you know, later the kids will tell me what their favorite break was and how the last one kind of stuck, but this next one's really awesome, and so on and so forth. There's also something called a sachem fake break, where the sachem basically do a big old break, and then they get everybody gets to the Kaaba Dome, and they throw a bunch of toilet paper at them, and they squirt them with squirt guns, and it's a big old fake break. 
And if the states are really bad, they can lose their fake break and they're not allowed to do it and they can't do it and they don't do it. So the narrative here is that the station were super bad and they did the, the kitchen raid and so I pulled away their fake break, which is what I said to everybody and they hung their heads in shame and so on. Not real shame, fun, fun pretend shame. And they uh, you know, skulked around camp and so on and so forth. And then they did a fake break anyway sort of against, you know, my, the perception of my, uh, my permission, but really I was in on it and they set off a fire, a cannon and everybody ran to the Cabo Dome and then the kids were like, Oh my God, they're really, Oh my God, they totally went against you. And then there's this whole pageantry where I literally put one of the Sachem counselors on my porch for punishment. And he had to sit there with his head down. This is his idea, by the way, and look all sad and dejected and punished. And all the kids would come by and ask him what was going on. He said he shouldn't have set, set off the cannon and then, uh, I say all this because when we put on the calendar that Mario and Luigi were going to be racing each other and everyone got to bet on Mario or Luigi in an actual golf cart, just like Mario Kart, then and then two staff, JP and Cole Crippen, come out dressed as Mario and Luigi and they could bet on either Mario or Luigi and they would get $500 for Casino Night if they guessed the right one. Everyone was losing their mind. They were sure this was the break. The sachem had gotten in trouble. They couldn't do a fake break. This must be the break. We even put fireworks on the back of the carts, and they drove away. Plumes of <laughs> plumes of pink smoke flying out behind them, and around the corner they went, and crash! You hear this big crash, and all the staff look at me who thought it was a joke, and they wondered if they really had crashed. They did not really crash. And all this other smoke goes up, and suddenly all these explosions happen, and oh my gosh, did Mario and Luigi explode? And then there's cannons, and then there's, we will rock you, and the kids freak out, and they run to the Cabo Dome, and there's, there's a bunch of teams in the Cabo Dome on the wall. They're, they start freaking out. Is this real? This is a fake break. Is this real? Is this real? Is this real life? And then the station appear on the balcony, out of the doors, with squirt guns, and toilet paper rolls and they start bombing everybody and the kids were like it was a fake the whole time Mario and Luigi were a fake and then they all go back to rest hour and then we have fourth period and then we have fifth period Cabo Choice and then we have Lakeside and everything seems normal again but Cabo families the excitement in the room is palpable and by room I mean the 110 acres of Cobbacy and kids keep coming up to me jibber jabbering about all the stuff that they think is going to happen. It's definitely going to happen at dinner. It's definitely going to happen at dinner. Why didn't it happen? Was that a fake break? Did they lose their fake break? They're very into the rules, especially the Rovers, about who lost what. And then I come out and I have a box of Chip Witch wrappers because someone the night before had gotten into the kitchen for real and eaten not one, not two, not five, but eight cases of the beloved chip witches. Eight cases. The horror on the boys' faces, two things. Number one, what What about our dessert? And number two, wait, you can get your hands on eight cases of chip witches? <laughs> and... I went from table to table, insisting that someone come clean because Lewis was furious and he was going to leave ahead of time. This is Lewis's last summer, but he was going to quit early and the boys were very adamant that they did not do it. 
the rumor had it that it was a 12-year-old boy bunk, so I went to the oldest warriors. Did you do it? No. Did you do it, Swift? No. Did you do it, McGalloway? Well, we did raid the kitchen two nights before. Where all we got was bread. And on and on and on. I went around twice with this chip witch box. The rovers were outraged. Who dare eat the dessert before it's dessert time? Dessert is very, very important in the world of rovers. And they were furious that somebody had jumped the line and that maybe they wouldn't get dessert. So I went around. Nobody was going to... Nobody was... A couple A couple kids started developing theories about who it was, trying to get me on that scent. You know... Just squeeze them a little bit and they'll give up. Anyway, I'd warn them that Lewis is furious. So, do dessert, birthdays. I'm starting to talk about All Camp Capture the Flag and a livid Lewis Lee emerges from the kitchen at a brisk trot, snatches the mic away from me and goes right over to Sachem, berates them in his respectful but angry Lewis way. They tell him who did it. And they went over to the Warriors. And same thing. How dare you come into my kitchen? How dare you take something that isn't yours? There are safety concerns. And everyone is staring at him like they can't even believe it. They've never heard an angry note out of Lewis's mouth. He looks very serious. This is terrible. And then he steps back. He takes off his apron. And he slams it down. And he quits. Lewis Lee quits early. You couldn't hear a pine needle drop in that place. Lewis walks back into the kitchen silently with his head down, shaking and muttering to himself, shaking his head and muttering. And I follow to catch him, turn him around. And then behind me, boom, 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 three cannons and the music and everyone, literally people are sprinting so fast that pound cake is flying through the air. And they're off to the Kaaba Dome. And everybody's freaking out and screaming. They heard three cannons. This is real. This is it. It's actually happening. And then suddenly, there's people at the Kaaba Dome saying, going back to the football field. Go back to the football field. And they were, go back to the football field. And there's smoke pouring out of the Isengard climbing tower. It's coming down. This has to be real. Those are real teams those people are holding. Holy smokes, this is actually real. And then, wait, are those fireworks shooting out of the top of the climbing tower? Those are fireworks after all. They're shooting and they're... They're exploding, and the kids are shrieking and jumping and screaming, and they can't believe it's real, and it is real. And oh my goodness, they get into their groups, and they start realizing that they're on blue, and the other team's on gray, and they start going, B-L-U-E, blue team to victory. B-L-U-E, blue team to victory. G-R-E-Y, victory's their battle cry. And so on, and so on. And then we get up and we announce the Sachem one at a time. Blue this, gray this, blue this, gray this. People are jumping on them. People are freaking out. And then the vans roll up. And the door opens. And it looks like it's Lloyd Johnson. Could he be the general? And they all hug him. And it's not Lloyd Johnson. It's not him at all. It is his Padawan learner. It is his head teaching pro. The blue general is Davian again. It's Davian once more. The victorious general of the Blue Panthers, Davian is back. It's Davian the veteran as one of the generals. And then the gray van pulls up. Dags gets out, opens the door, and the head counselor and also victorious general, James Medcalf, leaps out with a huge grin on his face. And what do you know? Two 
victorious generals now facing off in Color War 35. Color War has broken. Color War has broken. Color War has broken. We don't have scores, although as I speak behind me, group 9 is playing tennis, group 10 is playing soccer, and group 11 is playing basketball. There's also volleyball later. It's all happening. The scores will be posted. You shall get announcements of teams. You shall get announcements of breaks, of the splits on the teams. You should see where your boy is. All that is coming in the morning. But for now, Color War 35 is underway. We are off. And so that is our little informal podcast for yet another glorious day at Camp Cobbacy for boys. Your boys will go to sleep tonight if they can. With steady counselors watching over them, nodding off, surrounded by their friends, loons sounding on the lake. All is well in this place set apart.